Welcome to Gender Blender. I'm your host, Bon John. Today I'm talking with Theo, a 19-year-old non-binary person living and working in Vancouver, Canada. And in my humble opinion, Theo is also an incredible singer and songwriter. Check out their music on SoundCloud. I'll include a link in the show notes. Theo and I talk gender therapy, fitting in, what the gender utopia looks like, and how gender comes into play in dating and sexuality. Theo is the first non-binary and younger person I've had the pleasure of talking to. The conversation was so lovely, both in being able to relate personally and also hearing that the future looks bright with people like Theo out there in the world doing their thing. Be sure to listen through to the end of the podcast, where Theo gives me chills singing their original song, Dirt. I can't get enough of it. Here are a few highlights before we get started. I like I honestly like, I've I've tried to answer this question like like so many times to myself and like to other people and I honestly don't know. Like I feel like gender is like a is like a social construct, but it also exists like within us, I guess. Like you can definitely identify very strongly with a certain gender. Um but I believe like at its core gender is is, is pretty non existent. I think gender can be the way you dress and like the way you like I do your hair that day or like the way you talk but uh, but it, it, like it can also be the things you like like that can be a part of your gender if you want it to be it's such like a it's a very difficult concept I guess and I'm still like wrapping my head around it yeah like I spent a long time trying to pass I was never very good at it but I, I tried really hard to pass and then eventually I just realized how exhausted it made me and how it it really had no purpose so I'll get you to introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Theo. Um, I am a 19-year-old uh, non-binary trans person. Um, I started identifying as trans when I was 14 and then began um, taking testosterone when I was 16. So it's been just over three years. My three years was on the 18th of the month. Nice. Yeah. How did that feel? Very exciting. It was very cool. I rewatched like my old testosterone updates from like one month, like two months, like four months. And it's just very, it's very cool like seeing how much I've changed because like when I'm just looking at myself in the mirror every day I don't really see the change because it's so gradual but like looking back at it it's just so exciting what does non-binary trans mean to you I I use the term trans for myself mostly because I I like identify as a gender that's different than the one I was assigned so like I'm I don't identify as female so I identify as trans and non-binary the meaning has definitely changed for me over the years Definitely, before I started hormones, I saw it as, you know, I was very androgynous and really did not fit in with, like, men or women, and I also didn't, I guess I didn't pass as a man or a woman, but, like, as time has gone on and as I, like, pass more as male, I guess, in, like, the eyes of the world, um, I definitely see non-binary as kind of this rejection of gender. I just really don't care for it anymore. Yeah, and essentially you're not trying to pass you're just being you exactly yeah like I spent a long time trying to pass I was never very good at it but I, I tried really hard to pass and then eventually I just realized how exhausted it made me yeah. and how it it really had no purpose what did it mean for you to pass I like I wanted to be seen I guess as male um but and nah. how did you how did you try to go about that I would bind my chest and like a cup I always had my hair like, pretty short and I wore like men's clothes I guess and then I would try and like lower my voice and like walk in a certain way like I was really self-conscious about like my hips and like the way they moved when I walked so I tried to walk with like a swagger and it just really never like fit me and I also tried to like not seem feminine so like the way I spoke and the way I moved my hands and stuff like that I tried really hard to like stifle it because I was trying really hard to be seen as male and it was just it was exhausting having to like I guess make myself smaller in order to fit into the world. I totally relate to that a lot because I also think a lot people don't see me as I am either and I think a lot about whether I should perform queer yeah and then I get angry because it's like what why would I need to perform queer like who would I be doing it for and when I come back to myself I'm like I am queer and I just need to do what makes me happy yeah exactly I like how you have described how you feel thank you because like yeah like queerness at its core is about 
rebellion, I guess. It's about not conforming to the gender roles that, like, society has given us. And then it's that flip side of it, where it's like, I want to be seen as queer, so you end up performing again, and it's like you're not being authentic. So it's about, like, finding the balance. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's it's difficult. something that's really important for me is just constantly questioning and deconstructing gender anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason that I'm doing this podcast is because it's it's never really made sense to me. And that's why I identify as queer. That's why I am queer. Yeah. And I feel like I'm better able to do that when I'm being true to myself. Mm -hmm. Because if I were performing some kind of version of queer, that would actually just counter my own internal feeling. Something that I ask people is how they define gender in general I've like thought a lot about this question <laughs> um I, I like I honestly like, I've I've tried to answer this question like like so many times to myself and like to other people and I honestly don't know like I feel like gender is like a it's like a social construct but it also exists like within us I guess like you can definitely identify very strongly with a certain gender um but I believe like at its core gender is is, is pretty non-existent I think gender can be the way you dress and like the way you like do your hair that day or like the way you talk but uh, but it, like it can also be the things you like like that can be a part of your gender if you want it to be it's such like a it's a very difficult concept I guess and I'm still like wrapping my head around it even yeah. though I have been I, I guess like pretty well versed with the LGBT community and like my own queerness like for a very long time now yeah you're the first person that I've talked to that I, I'm aligned most with because it doesn't make okay. sense to me either yeah yeah and I liked how you put it. You said if you, it could be how you dress if that's what you want it to be. Yeah, because, like, gender isn't, I feel like making, like, a set of rules for gender for everybody to follow is just going to, like, topple it on itself. Even with people who aren't trans, like, even with cis people and, like, straight people, every cis woman, for example, expresses their gender differently. Like, every cis man expresses their gender differently. Like, there are, like, feminine men. There are, like, like masculine women. It's different for everybody. Like, there's no one... I think, thing that everyone shares, even if they have the same gender identity. So I'm curious how you came to the trans part, because I guess getting into the territory of brain or feeling about yourself and then the actual physical bodily being in the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, I... I started using Tumblr a lot when I was, like, 14, and I'm definitely a part of, like, the generation of trans people that kind of, like, discovered their identity through Tumblr. I found a lot of really great circles of people who were very open about exploring their gender, and a lot of them were very close in age to me, because before that, I had, like, known about gay people and all that, and growing up in Vancouver, it was always something that was, like, for the most part accepted, like, not obviously, like, everywhere, but I, I, I would go to the gay pride parade when I was a kid, and, like, I had gay teachers in school, but the trans thing was never really talked about, like, I didn't really know what it was, and so seeing people, like, identifying as non-binary or, like, identifying as, like, a trans male, like, it was all very new to me, and I always had, like, weird feelings about my own gender when I was younger, like, I was definitely, I was never, like, a tomboy, but I was definitely a lot more like, fluid, I guess, in the way that I was presenting myself and, like, acting when I was a kid. And it ended up that someone who I had followed for, like, a couple years ended up coming out as a trans guy, and he posted this, like, really long letter about, like, why he knew he was trans and what that felt like for him. And something just kind of clicked in my head, and I was like, wow, I think this might be who I am. And it just made me really excited. And I would watch all these videos of trans YouTubers and, like, their transitions, and it made me so excited. And I just kind of, like, bit the bullet, and I was like, okay, I think I'm trans. Yeah. And I, like, told one of my friends about it. Yeah. It was that feeling of affinity. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. That's definitely, like, how I came to identifying as queer. Even before I realized I was trans, like, I started identifying as bisexual when I was 13. And what started it was, like, this real, like, excitement about the LGBT community, and I was, like, really interested in it, but I didn't know why. (laughs) And then one day I was like, oh, my God, like, (laughs) I think I might be bi, like, I don't know. Yeah. Where do you sit with that now? I... I honestly don't know. Like, I identified as bi from, like, the ages of 13 to 16, like, very exclusively. And, and then I started dating, like, a, another, like, non-binary trans person. And at, and then I started testosterone while I was with them. And 
through that, I, I started like losing interest, I guess, in women. But I, I don't know fully if it was because of the hormones or if it was because I was dating somebody who was like very like male aligned with their gender. Now, I honestly don't know. I feel like I come across as like a gay man. So I'm very insecure, I guess, about identifying <laughs> as something other than gay because I feel like people aren't going to believe me. And mm. it feels almost safer because if people like think I'm gay, it's usually because I'm a bit more like effeminate, I guess, than like most other men. But I don't really identify as a man. I'm just perceived that way. Yeah. So if I say, oh, like I'm actually non-binary and like I've always liked girls, they might like it's a whole other like yeah. can of worms I'm opening. Yeah. I think I still identify as bi, but I'm definitely a bit more insecure about it than I used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's tough. It's an interesting situation. I never thought I would be in that because people, ever since I, like, first cut off my hair when I was 14, everyone assumed I only liked women. Um, and everyone, and even when I started dating, like, guys, like, people still assumed I liked women, like, based on the way I looked and my, like, history, I guess, with girls. Um, but now it's, like, people are very surprised when I say I have an ex-girlfriend who I dated for, like, a significant amount of time. They're very surprised about it because huh. I don't, I, I seem like I'm a gay man because yeah, gender. Gender. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I know. It's, um, it's the bane of my existence, to be honest. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> it does, yeah. It's it's interesting. Like, I've heard... I've heard a lot of stories about people's, like, sexualities changing on, on hormones. Um, or, like... But I don't know, again, like, if it's, like, their, like, their sexuality is actually changing or if it's just, like, they become more open to other things, like, once they feel more comfortable with their bodies. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a big thing, and I'm still, like, not sure where I, like, where I fit in with that yeah. whole puzzle. Do you feel like you need to fit in in one particular place? A part of me wants to. It's, like, yeah. the bad part of me that, like, really wants to conform, like when I talk to my friends about it, they're all like, you can like girls, like, you can tell people that, like, it doesn't matter, like, what people think. But then there's that, like, evil part of me, like, the internalized, like, transphobia that's like, no, like, you gotta, you gotta fit into, like, a particular box. Yeah. And it's hard. And only one. And only one, yeah. one. And it's very, it's very, it's very strange, because I, I came to be very okay with being bi, like, years ago. Yeah. And so now it's like, I'm, I'm not okay with it again, but for a different reason. Are there other, um, sexualities that you've tried on like I'm thinking like pansexual oh or... definitely like pansexual um I kind of use like pansexual and bisexual like pretty interchangeably um I definitely identified as like both bi and pan like over the years and then I started identifying as gay just like a gay like I am a man who likes men like about I guess like a year and a half ago is when I kind of started identifying with that um and then me and my last boyfriend broke up and I was like hmm Maybe I don't only like men. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, like, I'm constantly, like, coming back to, I guess, being bi. I think it scares me a little bit still, yeah. to be honest. And is it because you're dating mostly people outside of the community, or you even feel, like, a little bit unsafe within the community? Oh, I, I definitely, like, I pretty exclusively date people within the community. Like, all of my, like, both of my ex-boyfriends have been trans, um, and my ex-girlfriend um, is non-binary and, um, like, pansexual. Um so I've always, like, that's kind of been, like, where I've gone with my, like, romantic life. And I've always, like, I don't feel a need to go outside of it. But definitely, I don't really feel safe, like, dating outside of, like, the trans community. Um, like, my friends try and, like, drag me to, like, gay bars. And I'm like, no, like, I can't. Like, it's just, like, that conversation I'm not ready to have with a stranger. Would you, so the way that you identified when we started, um, is that something that you would feel comfortable sharing with a stranger or, or do you? I definitely think it depends on like where I am. Yeah. I think that, um, like I've told my coworkers like that I'm, I'm trans, the non-binary thing I, I kind of save until a bit later. Um, once, like if someone is not like in the community, I wait until like, they're a bit more, I guess, like, comfortable around me, like, they know me a bit better before I get into that, because that can prompt a lot of other questions. Yeah. Um, definitely when it comes to, like, dating or, like, like hookup culture or whatever, um, I, I'm very upfront about it, but that's because it's normally not face-to-face. -face. It's normally, like, on the internet. Face-to-face, um, -face, I've never put myself in a situation where I have to tell someone that, um, mostly just out of, like, fear for my safety if someone, like, reacts badly. It's totally. my biggest thing, yeah. Have you had bad reactions from people? Um, not really, no. Um, I've, ha like, I've... Because it was really strange, because when I was in high school, like, all of my friends I went to high school with, and I w also wasn't, like, really passing as male, so if I told someone that my name was Theo, and they saw the way I was dressed, and they kind of, like, caught on to the fact that I was trans. Um, but when I started at my most recent 
I like, like at my current job, um, I started about a year ago. Nobody knew that I was trans. Like they all thought I was just like a guy. So I got to like choose like when to tell people. And most people they like had no idea. Like it's very funny. Um, one person thought I was telling her that I was a trans woman, like that I was planning on transitioning. <laughs> and it was it was very strange. I was like, oh no, like like I'm already like doing it. Like I'm like a trans like um like I'm a trans guy. And she was like very shocked. Um, it's definitely very interesting. Um, but I don't know. Like it's. I, like, I, I definitely, like, keep it, like, very close to my chest. Like, I, I definitely, like, wait with people. Um, like, I had an experience at a gay club I went to in Montreal, like, when I was 18, because, like, the, like, legal age there is 18, um, where, like, a guy, like, I was walking up some stairs, and, like, a guy, like, like, tried to, like, grab at my, like, pants, and it was, it was very, like, distressing, um, because obviously, like, what he was expecting to find was not there. Um, so, like, instances like that, like, I get, it's that, like, that's what I fear, I guess. Like, that, like, really bad reaction. Um, luckily, I have not really had a bad reaction yet. But yeah. I'm always, like, on yeah. guard just in case. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, you never know. You still never know, I feel like, even today, where things, I think, are getting better. Oh, yeah, definitely. If somebody will, like, be, defriend you or... Yeah, or, like, like react violently is always, like, what I'm really afraid of. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, even just, like, losing a friend or, like, having them like judge you I guess um it's very scary for me totally have you ever had the bathroom issue I definitely have had the bathroom issue yeah yeah. um I haven't had it in a while um I've been using like the men's washroom um like when I have to like I try not to use the washroom in public because it still kind of stresses me out but I haven't had an issue in a while but when I was a couple months on hormones um I went to the women's bathroom at a public library because I felt like I didn't pass so I was like I'm not gonna try and use the men's bathroom I'm just gonna use the women's bathroom um, and when I walked in, an older woman just looked at me and was like, this is the women's, ba- like, uh, like this, like, this is the women's washroom. Like, you don't belong here. And I got so nervous that I walked out. And it was very strange because it's like, it just kind of like proves to me that people don't really know what they want. Because yeah. the whole bathroom issue is like, oh, people should like go to the washroom that like corresponds with like their biological sex. And I think that's like bullshit anyway. But there I was doing that and they still got mad at me because it's all about presentation it's not about anything else like they just don't want people who look different um yeah it's not fun like luckily that's the only time I've ever had that issue though I definitely like I definitely did not use the washroom in public for a very long time yeah which is insane also yeah it's just like it's hard like I've always had to like try and find like a Starbucks or like some like a like a single stall washroom because yeah like any kind of like gendered space it was very like stressing like uh, distressing for me for a very long time and it still is to be honest like less so but still not great I feel the same because going to a woman's washroom pains me although I can pass as a woman Mm -hmm. so nobody's dragging me out um but sometimes like when I'm feeling spry I'll use the men's washroom because also it doesn't neither of the categories fit exactly yeah so I try to just mix it up. Yeah. Um, and I definitely have been, like, approached in oh, the wow. men's washroom by security many times. That's so ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And um, and it's ridiculous because, like, I will say I'm non-binary and there are no washrooms here for me. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll say, you should use the woman's washroom. And it's yeah. like, It's so okay. ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> like, I find, like, yeah, no, it's just so ridiculous. Like, it's, like, it's a washroom. Like, yeah. it's it's nothing special like I don't know why people are so like fixated on like what bathrooms people use because at the end of the day like why do you care about yeah about like someone else's business it's just a socialization and it's crazy how much um we've hung on to it exactly yeah a really cool thing though like I have found that like gender neutral washrooms are popping up in a lot more spaces one of my friends goes to UBC and in one of the buildings like all of the washrooms like it's all like like um like gender neutral whatever like there are no gendered washrooms in that space and I think it just shows, like, it's really not that big of a deal for, like, washrooms to not be gendered. Like, yeah. people just, like, do their thing and they leave. Like, it's yeah, not, exactly. yeah, it's not a big deal. I was uh, interested in asking you how, what's the landscape out there? There's, I, there, we're almost, a, we're more than a decade apart. Um, yeah. So what's going on with the queer youth of today? Is it, how, is it, do you find it easy do you think what are the challenges that are still happening yeah I think it's definitely easier um like my main problem when I was like 
coming out, I guess, wasn't really like external backlash. It was more like the internalized kind of like I am disgusting. But I found Mm -hmm. that when I was telling people I was not met with as much backlash as I thought I was going to. I think that's a big thing with people my age. It's a lot of like internal like turmoil. Um, But I find that at least for me, like growing up in Vancouver, I haven't dealt with like much external stuff. And I find that a lot more people identify as queer than I can imagine people did like even like 10 years ago Mm -hmm. um like I would always like people would always joke that my like grade in high school like was the gay grade because a lot of us were coming (laughs) out as queer um and like a handful of people that I went to high school with or like like just over a handful of people that I went to high school with like came out as trans while we were in school and then since we've graduated like like three more people have come out as trans Hmm. um and so I definitely think it's like easier and people are like discovering themselves earlier on but I definitely think that like the internalized thing is still pretty present but definitely like a lot more I think like outspoken like I feel like people aren't as afraid anymore to like express the fact uh, that they're queer which is really great yeah yeah and things like when I was in high school there was a gay straight alliance club. oh yeah yeah um, and ironically I actually didn't join it oh, okay. because I was too afraid oh, that people yeah. would people like, think would, you were gay yeah yeah um so I didn't join it, but it, it existed. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. Is that a thing that still happens, and is it even needed anymore? Um, I know we still have them. I find that they're called, like, different things. Like, at my high school, um, it was called, like, the Queer Straight Alliance when I was in, like, the 8th and the ninth grade, and then we changed it to, like, the Pride Club. Um, and I find that a lot of schools, like, when I hear about it, like, they're, like, instead of being called, like, Gay Straight Alliance, they're called, like, the LGBT Club or, like, the Rainbow Coalition, like, stuff like that. They're They're a lot more... I think it's, like, a name that's less centered on, like, gay straight, which is, like, not really all-encompassing. And it's, like, changing into more, like, inclusive language. Um, It definitely is still a thing. Like, I was a part of my school's, like, pride club when I was in high school. And, like, I follow a few people on, like, Instagram who are still in high school. And, like, they talk about, like, their LGBT clubs. But I think it's less about, like, striving for acceptance within the school. And it's more about, like, organizing space, I guess, for, like, queer people to exist. And, like, hanging out. Like, that was a big thing with my club like it was more about like this is a space where we can all hang out and like talk about gay things like like that's what my club yeah. was it yeah. was fun yeah <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it it like gave me a sense of pride upon nice. it, but yeah yeah and it's I guess it's the same as like the tennis club like you're just yeah, organizing yeah. around an interest yeah yeah that's uh, that's essentially what it was yeah. um it was really good like it was a really good space for me um and I got to like talk about my identity and not fear like backlash mm-hmm. I guess because I, I still got nervous about um, like talking about it in front of people that like were not within the community mm-hmm. yeah cool so you mentioned I think yeah you mentioned that you had your you've been on tea now for yeah. quite a while yeah three years and um how's that going it's going fantastic yeah so, it's like um it's like the best thing I've ever like decided to do I feel like every day I'm, like, noticing that, like, my body is different and that, like, the way I talk is different and I'm just, like, I'm, like, remembering, I guess, how I felt before I started the hormones and before that change happened and I'm, like, wow, like, I'm so glad that, like, this isn't there anymore. Like, a big insecurity for me before I started tea was my hips. Like, I had very big hips. Like, my parents really, like, fucked me over with, like, my <laughs> jeans in that sense. Um, but, like, looking at my body now, I'm, like, wow, like, like the pants I, I wore, like, three years ago, like don't fit anymore and like it's not because I've lost weight but it's just because like my body is literally different huh. and like it's so cool I get, I get very excited about weird. it it's very strange like yeah. I because like I don't notice it like like day to day yeah um but I remember like summer 2017 I like put on my shorts from like 2016 and like there was like th- like three inches of space so, like didn't fit and, like I remember those shorts like being tight like the summer before yeah. and it's just like so crazy like seeing huh. like how different things are like just purely based on like what the hormones are doing it's really cool like your hips are actually straightening up well um because it's like the fat redistribution um so like the fat that was around my hips before just like moved essentially um yeah that's basically what happens it's very cool i was imagining like hip bones oh no yeah no that yeah Uh, sadly the bones (laughs) uh, don't change i wish i like i said wish i could be taller on teeth but yeah yeah uh, that would be cool but no it's just like the fat redistribution um that's been like my favorite change on teeth to be honest like the way my body looks i'm just so happy with it cool and accessing medical services has that been 
How's that been? Like, like, um, like transition wise or like in general? Yeah. Well, both because, um, because a lot of medical services or at least in form form are gendered. Oh yeah. Um, and so like, yeah, that's the perspective I'm thinking of it. But yeah, then yeah. also like getting, um, like <clears throat> I haven't, um, I, I have just printed the form for okay. to have um, a U on my birth certificate oh, because cool. I'm from Ontario and if you oh. were born in Ontario you can have your oh that's really cool yeah oh my it God, is really awesome. cool yeah. and like surprisingly the BC government hasn't done that yet yeah I haven't heard of that here that's um, awesome but I'm I I have been it's been in my brain as a to do for three years but okay. I've been yeah. too scared to yeah. go talk to a doctor about it because I'm worried that they'll be like that they'll say that they'll do the things yeah and know? they'll be like dismissive or whatever yeah dismissive or because it because they can't understand my gender yeah um, they won't like let you change it I yes guess. exactly yeah. and I I just like feel like any time that I've been up against that um, like people telling me that yeah. I'm not as I am yeah, ha- has totally crushed me oh, yeah, in yeah. really harmful ways oh, yeah I get that yeah so so it's taken me three years to print the form <laughs> I mean but like you did I, like, I, I like you did it so that's awesome yeah, yeah. and I I think I might even make an appointment Ooh, exciting <laughs> yeah but um, yeah has it been have you had any shit basically in your dealings with like the medical system um like i haven't changed like any of my documents legally so like my all my documents still say like my birth name and they still say female mm-hmm. so i've definitely had I'm, I'm not sure about like receiving shit but like i've definitely had people i guess like like a lot of confusion about yeah. who i am um uh like i definitely like whenever i go to a doctor and they see my stuff like they'll usually off the bat is like call me what's on the, on there and then I'll try and like correct them and say like oh I actually go by Theo like and they'll say like oh like are you the wrong patient and I was like no like that is me like I'm telling you that's me but like I go by Theo and sometimes they're very confused I feel like now that I'm like passing I guess like they people like believe me more which is so shitty like they yeah. should have believed me before as well yeah um I think I've been very lucky in that sense um like I've had friends who um, like specifically when it comes to hospitals, like they would have like if like their document said like their birth name, but like they were presenting in like a way that like the doctor did not think that like a person with that name would look. Um, they had been like dismissed, I guess. Yeah. Like the doctor would think that that's not them, and that like the patient left, so they would just like walk away, and this person would not receive their care, which is so terrible. Like yeah. like you can just verify with people. Yeah, I, honestly, like I'm I'm very lucky in the sense that I haven't received much like crap for it. And I guess just, like, resistance from doctors in, gi- in giving you the services that that you want and need or having to jump through hoops to yeah. get. Yeah, so, like, I, like, specifically with testosterone, so I started making, I started, like, the testosterone process um, when I was 16, um, which, like, in BC, like, the medical age of consent is 16, so, mm-hmm. like, I was allowed to, like, make my own medical decisions. And so I, like, called, like, a clinic um like in the city um and like made an appointment or like I I asked to be put on the wait list for testosterone and they put me on it but then when I asked my parents they What's said the wait list um so it's like a wait list just like to meet with a okay, like a nurse yeah so it's usually like a few months long like I got on the wait list I think in like like uh, July and within like two months like I, I met with a nurse like it's not a super long wait list um but when I told my parents about it they were really not excited about it they uh. really did not want me to start hormones um they had just started I guess like being okay with the fact that I was trans and I think I kind of like brought up this new thing and they like went back a little bit and so I ended up like meeting with the nurses and stuff like that and even though I was 16 they really like I did not like that my parents weren't on board with it like my parents weren't gonna kick me out but they also just weren't excited about it um so I ended up having to do like gender therapy Uh um which isn't like conversion therapy it's just like it's like a, a therapist who like specializes in like like gender stuff and like trans stuff and usually people go to gender therapy if they want to get approval to start like hormones or get surgery but in bc we have like an informed consent like system so like me saying i want to start hormones is enough but because i was 16 and like living with my parents i had to do gender therapy and it wasn't terrible i only went to like two sessions um but it was still like these extra hoops i had to jump through because of a lot of reasons 
and also like my mental health was really bad um, at that time as well. Um, so my starting the hormones got delayed like two months because they were like worried about me starting the hormones because they were afraid that I wasn't making like rational decisions at the time, which was really rough because like a thing that was contributing, I guess, to my mental health was the fact that I wasn't on hormones. So it was all these like small things that like I can kind of understand why they like did them. But at uh, the same time, I'm I like, mm. yeah, I like think... I've, I've had a lot of friends that like have had that experience where like doctors have been like, you're too mentally ill. So we're not giving you hormones. And yeah. it's like, well, I... why? I appreciate how generous you're being in saying that you can understand, but unfor- like I hear that and I get outraged because ultimately it's it's non-queer people deciding yeah, exactly, that, yeah. that the queer people are not mentally well enough. Exactly, yeah. And not and yeah, that's a huge contributing factor if yeah. if you know who and what you are and what you yeah. need mm-hmm. and somebody's providing a barrier to that like that's basically gaslighting exactly yeah and like I like in my own like personal life like outside of my own experience like I've had two like like very close friends who both got denied hormones for like a significant amount of time like over six months like I was only pushed back like a couple months but them it was like one was six months the other one was like over a year because their <sighs> mental health so was bad and they weren't allowed to start and it was actually the same doctor that like denied it for both of them which is so rough like I find it yeah it's like so awful um the fact that like all these like cis doctors are like no you don't get hormones because of this and it's not like a medically valid reason like it's not like their body literally can't take the hormones like some people just like can't take testosterone or estrogen like for like whatever like physical reason but it's not that like they can take it you just don't want them to take it yeah it's it's ridiculous would taking a hormone somehow negatively impact your mental health it's always possible, like, the thing with... Because, like, cause, like, when you start puberty, I guess, like, your hormones are kind of all over the place, oh, and it can, like, right. cause mood swings. So yeah. it's kind of the same thing with, like, testosterone and, like, estrogen. But, like, like the difference with, like, with like um, taking, like, hormone replacement therapies that you have, like, like, you get blood work done, and you have, like, like monthly, like, meetings with, like, your, like, endocrinologist. Like, you have people checking in on you. Yeah. And so if something happens, you can always just, like, stop taking the hormones. Right. Um, like, that's what I was always told, like, once I started taking them, they were always, like, if you notice, like, mood swings, you can just, like, stop taking them, and then we'll, like, figure something else out. Yeah. Um, so, like, there's always a possibility, but, like, in... But we like, I find it's usually try. Exactly, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I've, I, like, I have known people who, like, they do get mood swings on testosterone, but, like, what ends up happening is that, like, the doctor will, like, ad- uh, uh, will, like, ad- uh, uh, they'll just like adjust their uh, dosage yeah um so it's not like you don't have to give them the hormones it's yeah. just you got to figure out like like the right way yeah it's <laughs> it's definitely like it's rough and yeah. what was it involved in the gender therapy honestly i'm it was kind of like a laughable <laughs> experience like um i went to two sessions they cost like 200 dollars each so, uh, so my parents paid like 400 dollars or whatever yeah. and basically like the uh, the therapist was like so tell me like why you think you're trans and I, I like explained the whole thing I was like oh like I feel like and I tried to I guess have the most like stereotypical language about it yeah. so I was like I, I feel like I was born in the wrong body like I just want to be oh. a boy like all that kind of stuff because I really wanted to like <laughs> get my hormones um and then after I did it she was like yep you're trans like definitely and she like gave me the stamp and was like yeah like uh, and, and then she was like yeah like I feel like you're just here because like your parents want you to be like she like fully knew why I was there yeah. but um we had to like drag it out I guess for two sessions yeah because a lot of people because I think gender therapy can definitely like serve a purpose if someone's like questioning their gender and they don't know like whether or not to go through with like any sort of transition but I was kind of like forced into it yeah and now I have like a gender dysphoria diagnosis um uh, you do yeah I do I, I have the diagnosis honestly like I feel like I like you, you may disagree with me on this and that's totally okay <laughs> um like personally I think that like because like gender dysphoria I think that it's, like, I like that it's in the DSM because then I can get my hormones covered by, like, mm. like under, like, um because I have, like, Plan G, like, so I get, like, my psychiatric medication covered. So because of that, I get my testosterone covered. So, like, that's, I guess, like, why it serves a purpose being in the DSM, but also, like, the previous name was, like, gender identity disorder. So it's just, like, a whole thing, but I don't know. Like, it's, it's definitely strange, though. Like, when people read my like list of diagnoses like gender dysphoria being on there because like it's not really it's not a disorder like it's not 
Yeah. Like nothing's wrong with me. Yeah. I don't, uh, I think it's great if that's how you're getting covered, but also maybe we should just have coverage. That's true. Okay. Yeah. That is super true. Yeah. Um, and that's not, that's not a comment. Oh no. Yeah. It's just like, I, the system. Yeah. Yeah. My sigh was about the system Yeah. because it's, it's, it pains me that, um, that yeah, it has to be. I think I think there's a lot of gaslighting that happens around queer people's oh, yeah. gender. Definitely, yeah. Um and sexuality. Yeah. Um and and it just it really pains me. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. I definitely agree with that, yeah. I've definitely yeah. experienced a lot of that. <sighs> yeah. I remember um well cuz I think cuz it like it's gender dysphoria now, but I remember one of my therapists telling me that like they were using like the DSM-4 which like said gender identity dis- uh, disorder, so like on their file it said I had gender identity disorder and that just like I hate that. Like like I'm I'm a bit more okay with it because it's called gender dysphoria now, but like the fact that it used to be called like gender identity disorder, it like really pisses me off. Yeah, because like nothing's like disordered about being yeah. trans. Yeah, it's the society that's disordered. Exactly. Do you know what the definition is? I'm kind of inclined to look it up. Of gender dysphoria. Yeah. Um, I think it's like having a disconnect with like your assigned like sex. I I, I could be wrong. I don't look up the definition of gender dysphoria <laughs> very much honestly like I'm, I'm not sure if you're super aware of it but there's a lot of um a lot of discourse within the trans community about gender dysphoria yeah it's very strange yeah there's this there's like two there's like two different camps there's like you have to have dysphoria to be trans and you have to want to medically transition and you have mm. to look a certain way and if you don't you're not trans and you're a trans trender and like i do not like that a like trans trender trans trender it's like when you say you're trans like to be trendy uh, it's super ridiculous like i i see a lot funny. of it on like like twitter specifically yeah. um and it's very like divisive and it just really pisses me off cuz i feel like it is just invalidating a lot of people <laughs> and yeah. it's just very like i really don't like it hmm. and what's the other camp the other camp is like um is, like, you don't have to have, like, gender dysphoria to be trans, and if you, like, you can present in any way you want and still be trans, and, like, there's no such thing as a transgender. Honestly, I think that every, like, trans person I've ever met has had, like, gender dysphoria. I, like, I think that it is, like, a very, I think it's a, like, a universal experience with, like, all trans people. I just think that the way people define gender dysphoria sometimes can get lost. I think a lot of people think that gender dysphoria is very specifically, like, you hate your body, you um and you want to like medically transition and that means you have have like uh, gender dysphoria whereas i think that gender dysphoria is just like you don't identify with the gender that you were assigned at birth yeah that's all it means it's it's a very interesting discussion it's very it's a lot it is a lot yeah that's um the community in in fighting i think is a real thing too oh, oh yeah definitely yeah pretty unfortunate yeah and i for sure have come up against that too mm-hmm. I, I feel like not so much anymore but um around four or five years ago when i first started yeah. coming out as queer yeah as queer queerly gendered yeah. i was already out as like gay or whatever yeah but um, yeah a lot of people kind of like very vocally shot me down and it was like uh <laughs> yeah it's so ridiculous like i really don't understand like why people feel they need to do it i feel like a lot of it comes from like insecurity yeah like i feel like people have this fear that like their like identity will be invalidated if somebody exists like differently than they do yeah but like at the end of the day like like someone existing is not hurting your existence yeah like i don't understand why you're so like heated about it like yeah like they're not too like 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 my transition has not been impeded by anybody else like it's it's ridiculous like any other like trans person yeah exactly and i i've been saying to people like to everyone cis people etc everybody is a is an expert in at least one gender exactly their own exactly and that's because none of our genders are the same and we all get to define our our terms exactly yeah Yeah. i agree with that so you came out as trans and you started passing as masculine yes. and then you started being uncomfortable with that yeah yeah um yeah because like so yeah so i i realized i was trans when i was 14 and that's when i like cut off my hair and like was trying to dress really masculine um and i think like i definitely i didn't get called like i didn't get i didn't get seen i guess as like a guy ever 
um, before I started hormones and even like years or even like a year into starting hormones like I wasn't passing as male like most of the time um, mostly because I was kept on a really low dose in the beginning like for the first eight months because of my mental health and then I always I've always been like kind of effeminate and like even when I try and control it I'm not very good at it even though like I don't need to be good at it but like I wanted to be good at it but then yeah like within the past like I guess like year-ish um, I've been pretty much like always being seen as male and that's when I kind of realized like oh I don't know if I like this like I don't know if I like when people call me sir and like bud and like man at work like it just made me really uncomfortable even like my like last boyfriend like he identified as gay and like that's like obviously okay like I'm not homophobic but like it was always like strange to me I guess because he would say like oh you're such like a handsome man and I'd be like hmm like (laughs) me like I don't know and yeah it was kind of this like it was like dysphoria but in a very different way than I was used to experiencing it because before it was just that I didn't want to be seen as like female whereas now it's like I don't really like that I'm being seen as male yeah but it's hard because like I also chose to take hormones and I knew what it was going to do like I knew that this was what was going to happen and it also was my goal I guess to pass as male so it's very strange yeah it's it's a new feeling I'm not used to it yeah well I mean was it really your goal to pass as male like I guess it was those things could be separate that's true yeah I think like I think, like, at the time, like, I, like, in my head, I was, like, I want to be seen as male. But, like, looking back, I think I definitely just didn't want to be seen as female. Yeah. I think, but I think I also only saw two options. Yeah. I was, like, I can either be seen as male or be seen as female. Yeah. And I really don't like being seen as female. And even now, like, in, a, like, a, in, like, an ideal world, like, I would be seen as, like, a non-binary person, like, in all aspects of my life. Like, not just when people, like, actually, like, know me. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like, strangers would see me as non-binary. But it's hard because like that's like people don't really have that understanding of gender um so I feel like I'm I don't know like I'm I guess I'm learning how to be comfortable with being seen as male but it's definitely not something that I like that I have to get comfortable with do people treat you differently yes yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's yeah I definitely like I feel like I'm like a lot more listened to now like the phenomenon with like like trans guys like they get to like like they see like the opposite end of it I guess like once they start passing as male like um like I definitely like I feel like I get a lot more respect at mm-hmm. my work than my like that my like female coworkers do like they get like objectified a lot and like flirted with with yeah. like male customers like all the time like that never happens to me and like they always like and like they never question like whether or not I'm good at my job I'll have customers like like they'll ask me to make their drinks like sp- like uh, specifically if I have like a female like or like a woman staff on like bar like and I always say no I'm always like they can make the drink like it's fine yeah I definitely I get treated a lot better but I also find that because I am seen as like a like a gay man, men also can get very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like 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 some men like when they I guess like catch on to the fact that I'm uh, that I uh, that I'm not straight and it's not hard to catch on to that. They definitely I can see like a like a ooh mm-hmm. okay and like it takes them a second to like be okay with it. When you said that you wish people could see you as the non-binary person that you are, yeah. I wish that too yeah what can we do <laughs> just like destroy gender as a concept it's like so rough like I feel like I'm only ever seen as non-binary like within my like little friend groups because I'm like I'm like vocal about it like they've all like known me for years but yeah like in my everyday life I'm like okay like 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 being called sir at work is very strange I'm yeah. always like this is weird and like being called like a young man I'm always like what like that I don't feel that way and like by extension like being seen as like a gay man like it's like people perceive me that way because of like my like mannerisms and all that kind of stuff and I feel like my mannerisms are very tied into my gender identity as a non-binary person so mm-hmm. having those misinterpreted is very uncomfortable for me like it feels like it's being done like without my consent and I really don't like it like people push this onto me and like they never asked me if I was okay with it or not yeah. Yeah. yeah like my my boss actually like um like today like he asked me like what it feels like for me when people would like misgender me and mm-hmm. it, like one it was strange like it felt weird to me that I had to explain it to him because I, f- I feel like I'm like oh, like everyone knows what it's like but yeah it's like you're being cut like it feels like like I always feel like I'm about to have an anxiety attack like like a few months ago at work actually like I used to have like not long hair but like it was a bit longer and then I like I, I shaved my head like I got a buzz cut and I remember going into work and one of my regulars told me I looked really handsome and I was like oh thank you and she was like yeah like it's a very manly haircut and I was like oh thanks like whatever <clears throat> And then she was like, yeah, like, I thought you were, like, a woman this whole time. And it was very strange, right? It was very strange to me. I was like, oh, haha, like, yeah. Uh, like, I always yeah. play it off. I'm always like, oh, like, I get that a lot. Because I always just say, like, I'm very androgynous looking or whatever. But, yeah, it's, like, the panic. Like, yeah. I always feel so panicked whenever people, like, misgender me in that way. Yeah. Like, being called male is, like, 
discomfort for me, but then being called, like, like being referred to as, like, she, or, like, being called a woman is just, like, panic. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, it's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah, anyone who's never experienced being misgendered. It's, it's really it's not fun. Really I just have to let you know. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Which, what pronouns do you use? I use, like, they, them, I guess. I always, like, say that, like, I just don't like being referred to, but I know that, like, that's how the world works. I'm always, like, there's no pronouns. But, yeah, like, they, them, or he, him, I guess is fine, too. That's, like, what I go by in, like, my day-to-day life. Um, And, like, my parents call me that. And, like, I'm totally cool with that because, like, I know it took them, like, a while to, like, get used to it. But, like, they, them is, like, I think my, like, preferred way of going about and you use the same, right? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. They, them, squad. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Did you ever use any other pronouns? Um, I never used, like like, neo-pronouns or, like, alternative pronouns, um, I did use, like, he, him for, like, a large chunk of, like, the, like, recent, I guess, like, like, past, like, I definitely only started using they, them again, like, maybe, like, a few months ago, um, and I'm still, like, shy about it, like, I still, like, in any spaces where pronouns are asked, I tend to say that I use he, him pronouns, because I get nervous, I guess, like, asserting the fact that I use they them because I feel like I'm outing myself pronouns for me because I appear in a way that people think is female Mm -hmm. which I resist (laughs) that's like my only marker or like external marker so I I'm like pretty insistent about oh yeah that's super fair yeah yeah but I hear you that it's so hard to navigate yeah yeah especially like with the question thing because I find like especially now like when I like tell people that I'm trans I find that they always want to ask me really invasive and very personal questions yeah like about my body or they'll always ask me like how did your parents feel about it which I feel like is such a loaded question like why are you like like they're basically asking me if like my parents love me and it's just like super strange or they ask like if I can find someone like to date and I'm like why are you expecting that like no one would ever want me exactly right yeah it's just always like I I hate those questions and I also find that, like, I wish I was more assertive with it, but I find that whenever anyone asks me any question, like, I immediately, like, answer it because I, I really want them to like me. And it's like, I want to be, like, a good trans person who yeah. answers all their questions. And, like, like sometimes I genuinely am okay with answering them, but a lot of the time it's, like, strangers asking me. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know you, and you're asking me about very personal things that, like, why are we talking about this? It's, I almost wish there could be, like, a website that we could direct people to or something. Like, <laughs> like Trans 101. But, like, that's the thing, though. Like, I feel like people could just, like, Google a lot of these yeah, questions. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and they would find all the answers. Like, nothing, like, specific about my life. Because I have people ask me all the time, like, what my old name is. And I'm always like, I don't want to tell you. But, <sighs> yeah, it's such, like, a weird question. And it makes me so uncomfortable. But, like, very general stuff. Like, you could just Google it. Yeah. I don't know why you're asking me. Like, yeah. I'm just a barista. Like, I don't know. Can you um, say why it why it's so uncomfortable? I I, I know why it is, but I yeah. feel oh, like... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, because for me, I feel like my birth name just kind of represents, like... I don't know. It's just, like, this name that I, like, resented for so long. Like, my mm-hmm. entire, like, childhood, I always really hated it. I found that it was too common, and I also really didn't like that it was, like, a girl's name. Like, even before I realized that I was trans, like, I always remember that I wish my name was, like, Alex or, like, Sam or, like, Dylan. Like, names that were, like, guys' names, but, like, were also, I guess, like, it was common for, like, girls to be, like, named them. Like, I always really wanted that, and I never knew why. Um, And so I found that when I changed it, it was, like, this big point of pride for me, and I feel like when people are asking about my old name, they're just, like, they're just trying to, like, unlock a secret, I guess, or or they're trying to, like, envision me before I transitioned. And the thing about my, and, like, the thing about my birth name is, like, I'm not, I guess, uncomfortable with telling people if I want to tell them, like, like a lot of like I have friends that I met like years after changing my name and it'll usually come out like what my old name is either because like I'll show them my ID or like I'll just tell them um but like for me that's more of like I trust you and like this is just and this is just like a funny piece of information and and, and, like I know you're not gonna like like picture me as exactly exactly and like I know that you don't want to know like I've literally like I've like the first time I've met people I've told them because I feel like I trust them but then when people ask me I'm just like I'm not going to tell you because I just know that you're, like, too curious about it and you just want to know this information. Yeah, it almost seems like they're trying to construct in their mind the person that 
isn't you and exactly. it's like why do you need that person? exactly yeah you don't yeah. need that reference exactly point. exactly like i am who i am right now yeah. like i have gone by theo for like four years like it's all you need to know yeah. um i'm just very excited for when i like legally change it because then there will be no reason for anyone <laughs> to ever figure it out yeah because um, it's just not something that i i want to have like following me around anymore on the legally changing note is there a reason that you haven't changed id yet or? um i was always waiting until i turned um like 19 because at first my parents weren't cool with it and then once I turned like 17 they were like yeah like if you want to change it that's totally fine but then it was like the money piece so I was uh, always like oh it yes. costs like it costs like $200 like $300 but then like now I have a job and I also like live with my mom so I'm not like paying a lot of money like so I don't know why I haven't done it I think I've mostly just been lazy that's but, a nice place to be <laughs> yeah it's nice yeah but like I also definitely like want to do it like I like uh, my best friend like just changed his name and like he got his new ID and it looks so cool like seeing his like actual name on his ID and so I definitely like I think I'm gonna start it soon because it's just this, it's just like a nuisance at this point like yeah. whenever I like apply to jobs I have to like put my legal name and then I have to explain to them that like actually I go by this name yeah. and then like like I turned like like I'm 19 so like I go to bars and stuff and I'm always like showing them my id and like my second piece of id is like my social insurance number which is like basically which is like just my name really big and it's like a very obvious like like traditionally like female name yeah so i get those weird looks and it's just like i get i get stressed out about it and i also don't want strangers to see my id because if i'm out with people who don't know i'm trans i always have to like hide it it's very stressful Uh, yeah yeah it's not fun Uh, the daily aggravations (laughs) yeah like i feel like a lot of people don't understand how like day-to-day life yeah like how many interactions with like very like gender systems like are in our day-to-day lives because mm-hmm. if that's something that you can navigate i guess like with ease you maybe don't think about it but yeah. like it's a lot and it's very hard if you don't fit into those boxes like like neatly totally um, and it's crazy it, the, the crazy thing to me is that like everywhere you look at like every single place you look oh there's yeah. some ridiculous gendered thing that well, yeah. needs to be dismantled exactly it's well like, like um actually like my friend and i were talking about this yesterday like we went into like winners um and there was like the like the beauty section so it was like soap and like moisturizer and stuff for women and then there was like for four women. men <laughs> and it was like four men and it was like all like deodorant for men and there was like a face mask for men and it was like charcoal like it's so ridiculous like we're in like london drugs i think it's like the guy zone it yeah. just has like hair product and deodorant and it's so ridiculous that like <laughs> I don't know, like, all these, like, ridiculously gendered products. Or there's, like, the thing, like, the pink tax where, like, women's products just, like, cost more for no reason. Yeah. They just, like, cost more for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, gender is just... very. Yeah, no, it's... It's painful. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> like, gender hurts. Is there anything that you wish that people could understand? And I'm, I'm meaning, like, cis people. Yeah, I honestly wish that, like, tying into, like, the whole talk about, like, um like going to the doctor as a trans person i wish that like some people would know that like i am very aware of my situation i think a lot of the time cis people tend to think that trans people are like delusional um that we like deny our biology and that like we like we just don't acknowledge like i guess like what bodies we have and that really upsets me because like i don't again like i don't see my my body as female i don't think it's female um other trans people will like disagree with me but like i don't think my body is female but i'm also not in denial about like what my body is i think a lot of the time cis people don't think that trans people know like know what we're talking about um and i also think like tying into that again like um there's always this debate about like should underage like people start like hormone replacement therapy and that always really pisses me off because I was 16 like when I started hormone replacement therapy and I was like fully capable of like making that decision um and I guess that just goes back to like cis people not thinking that like we know ourselves Mm -hmm. and that's like my main kind of thing like I think that cis people think that we just don't know what we're talking about yeah or like I know what I'm talking about like I have I've lived like my experience like for 19 years which like I know like I'm like a baby but that's still like a significant amount of time yeah um and yeah, I think that people just need to, like, to know that, like, I know what I'm talking about and so yeah. other trans people. Yeah. And, um, and that, uh, that these things don't have to be and aren't always static, like... Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Do you have anything else that you're, that you want to say? Honestly, no. I feel like I've, like, covered a lot of, a lot of good topics. Yeah. Like, this was, like, a good conversation. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I love talking about gender with, like, other queer people. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's always just so, like interesting and like a lot of different like viewpoints and it's just like such a good conversation yeah 
Cool. I feel like this was really awesome. Yeah, no, it was. Thank you for asking me to do this. Thank you for participating. Yeah. It's was, been really fun. It was my pleasure. Yeah. Um, the future looks bright. <laughs> I hope so. That's what I'm, I, I, like, that's what I'm trying to, like, project. Yeah. Um, will you play something for us? Yes.
you. That was incredible. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was so good. Thank you. Oh my god. Um, do you have like um social media and stuff that yeah I can link to? Yeah. Um, I have my Instagram account. Um, Theo is not alive. And do you have places that you're sharing your music? Because on, like, my you YouTube? should. Thank you. On my YouTube. But, like, I haven't posted much recently. Okay. Um, I can, like, send you a link, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do it. Yeah. I'll post it in the show notes. That awesome. Cool. Incredible. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'd love to hear your feedback. How did you find out about the show? Did the perspective of a particular guest resonate or rub you the wrong way? Do you have questions about some of the terms and concepts that have come up? Are you interested in being a guest? Whatever it is, I'd love to hear from you. I'm currently out for a very long walk, walking over 5,000 kilometers from Vancouver, BC to the Kawartha's in Ontario. But I hope to drop into libraries along the way to chip away at launching a website for the podcast and maybe even record interviews along the way. For now, you can connect with me via my Instagram at Bonbury, B-O-N-N-B-U-R-Y, or via the contact form on my personal blog, bonvoyages.ca. That's B-O-N-N-B-O-Y-A-G-E-S dot C-A. Thanks for joining me on this journey. If you like what you hear, tell your friends or rate the podcast. With gratitude, I'm Bon John, and this is Gender Blender. This podcast was produced and recorded by me, Bon John, on the unceded territory of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh First Nations.